Hey, 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 how is everybody doing? We have returned to the reality of schoolwork after the holiday season. And me for one, I am not loving the situation right now. The weather over here is not so very good. There's a lot of snow that turned into slush. And to be honest, since it's my last semester of school, I'm already thinking about the spring, graduating, what I'm going to do after that, what I'm going to do over the summer, where am I going to work after I graduate, all of those things. And that is why this week we're talking with someone who works for La Liga and just going over how does one even end up working for one of the biggest sport organizations in the world, what does he do over there, how is Yomk involved in La Liga and things they do and what do we do together. So without further ado, let's get to it. Okay, so we have Juan from La Liga here with us today. So do you want to just quickly go and introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Juan Fuentes and I am the delegated representative of La Liga in the Nordic countries and uh, I am based in Copenhagen and I oversee the development of La Liga in Denmark, Sweden, Finland and Norway. Okay, so you're originally from Spain. Yes, exactly. Okay, um, so how do you find living in the Nordics? Is it very different? Do you like it? Well, I just moved from uh, from Cairo before uh, being La Liga representative in the Nordics. I was La Liga representative in Egypt, Sudan, and Libya. I just moved here last November, so it's uh, it's uh, such a change uh, in many ways, from climate to infrastructure to culture. But uh, so far, so good. I mean, it's uh, a very interesting region, uh, and I really like it so far. Okay, so how did you end up working for La Liga? What did you study? Did you work somewhere before that? Yeah, so basically I studied law. I'm a lawyer. And then I took an MBA. And through that MBA, I was uh, I was appointed to work in Cairo, in Egypt, in the commercial and uh, economic office. And uh, I got one year of experience in Egypt. And then after that, I was in, in Asia, in the Philippines, uh, working for a, a British consultancy group, Oxford Business Group. And uh, I was there and I heard that La Liga was looking for 50 people to expand their plan. They ran globally, La Liga ran globally. And there I realized that some of the markets that they were looking for uh, were like Egypt or the Philippines or Vietnam countries that I had experience on. I was not before working in anything related to football. I like football, but I, I was not working in the industry. But I joined this program, which is called La Liga Global Network, and uh, they chose 50 of us among 13,000 people, and they sent it, say they sent us to strategic markets to explore and to expand the footprint of La Liga. Oh, that's so cool! But so you're a football fan, or you at least like football? Yeah, even yeah, if you yeah. didn't work there before. I am a football fan, but before joining La Liga, I didn't have football sports management related experience. Okay, cool. So what do you do in your day-to-day -day life? Like, what do you do for La Liga? So basically, our approach is 360, in, in my case, in all the Nordic countries. So we are in touch with relevant stakeholders in the sports industry with the aim to grow the footprint of La Liga. And by the relevant stakeholders, I mean broadcasters, I mean, which is our biggest partner in any country. I mean as well the media, which is the ones that are talking about us uh, a, on a daily basis. I mean as well leagues as federations, as we give a lot of importance to international relations, 
and I mean as well uh, business schools uh, such as Jank in this case in Finland or universities because we do have uh, La Liga uh, business school so we try to uh, in, increase the number of sports uh, managers in 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 the world. Uh, I mean any other relevant stakeholder that uh, might find in La Liga an opportunity to grow and we might find them in them an opportunity to grow uh, of La Liga in the markets. Yeah, yeah. So so you said that you do, you know, collaborations with other universities as well and all of that. So how does La Liga connect to Yank? What do you do together with Yank, like in practice? So in our case, we sign an, an MOU and uh, we like organized a year ago um, like a, a workshop day of La Liga. So different professionals of La Liga interacted with the students and we proposed them as well uh, like activities. Uh, so they uh, will like make a case study about La Liga and then the professionals from La Liga, we will evaluate them and to give them also as well tips and recommendations on their work. So at the end, uh, the approach is to bring like a real case study and the, in this case of La Liga to young students so they know and they can work with uh, with an international brand as La Liga for them to understand what is the daily challenges of the Spanish Football League in the region and in the world. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's so cool that because La Liga, it's not, you know, the the league, that's not international, but the brand of La Liga, that's gone so big internationally and everybody knows what it is. I'm not such a football fan, you know, and even before studying sport management, I knew what La Liga is and what teams there are playing there and everything. So I think it's really cool that, you work in such a big, you know, in a big corporation that's, even though it's just a Spanish league, that it's so big internationally. Yeah. And actually, if you see the numbers uh, before 2017 in La Liga, we were like less than 80 employers, employees, and we were, were they were like organizing the competition itself. But nowadays we have plus six, 600 people working in La Liga and we have like a huge uh, sponsorship department, international department, because we saw the, ta- the the opportunity to grow, especially abroad. Because in Spain, we are already a mature uh, a mature property. La Liga, everybody knows us. And uh, globally, we believe there is there is a huge room to grow, especially in given markets such as I don't know US or India or China, where population is huge, and or in countries where we have a lot of players from, and the Nordics could be like uh, one of, of, of those as well. So we we understand that we are not only as we either in the football industry, but we are in the entertainment industry. That's why we try to grow globally and in a meaningful way for our fans. So we, we keep the audience interested. Okay, so say, well, I'm a student here at Young. So what others, you talked about the workshop week, but... What would be something that I could benefit from, you know, the La Liga collaboration with the school other than just some workshops? Is there something else related to it? I mean, I always say to everyone, uh, take our LinkedIn page. If you like to work in the sports industry, La Liga is constantly growing and looking for uh, talented people to join uh, La, La Liga in Madrid and also globally because we have different offices worldwide. So there are indeed job opportunities. Um, as well, we do have like a, uh, a sports business newsletter that I always recommend everyone to join because we send a weekly news net, newsletter with all the activity 
related to sports business of La Liga and its clubs. And that will like, uh, you know, increase the knowledge of the students in the, in the industry. And in this case, related, of course, with Spanish football. So I think uh, there are ways and ways that the student can benefit from. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really good. So the most important question, do you get to go to the games? <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yes, but, uh, you know, like La Liga uh, is, is, is you know, strongly professional and everything has uh, Excel sheet cost uh, of costs and incomes. And at the end, even for us, the tickets are are cost. So we need to justify every every match that we go to and we have to go for a business reason. Like maybe you work in the club and you like uh, are based uh, in the city where, where the club is, of course, uh, settled. Yes, but as La Liga, uh, of course, we're in very direct touch with all of the clubs and we can invite people, but it has to have a um, a meaning, you know, a business yeah. meaning. Yeah, kind of like meeting a business partner or something. Exactly, bringing a potential partner, sponsor. So uh, it's possible, but it's not like free and uh, free access whenever you want. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But so do you, you said you're a football fan, though. I feel like all of Spain is a one big football fan. But do you miss Spain or? Yeah, I miss, I miss Spain because, you know, it's the country I... I am from and uh, I am Spaniard, but uh, I try to always get the best out of the place where I am. And, you know, I really like the Nordics so far. I mean, I've been here two months, but I really like how, uh, you know, green the people are, or they have a, a huge, you know, mindset related to sustainable development and recycling, you know, things that in Spain, I don't think they are that developed as here. And I think uh, I am learning and I think uh, Spain can learn a lot from these countries. Though the weather is not the best, <laughs> the, light, the, number, the hours of light per day are not very high, at least now. But, you know, I have to always keep in mind, I always keep in mind what is positive and what is good about the place where I am. And it has a very good things, the Nordics, of course. Yeah, but you came here at the worst time of the year, you know. Yeah, but look, I came here in November and then uh, I really like Christmas uh, time and everything was so Christmas, uh, you know, themed. And so I really like it because Christmas in these regions, you know, it's full of, in this region, it's full of uh, Christmas markets and all of those things that are really nice. And in Spain, it's not that, that common or famous either. So I believe that uh, any, time, any time of the year, you have really good things to... Yeah. To have a look at and doesn't matter whatever you are and then of course i came from cairo where i was there like uh, 24 7 uh, in a good weather uh, sun is always there the light as well but still like the city is not really well organized uh, so anywhere you go there is pros and cons you just need to have a look at the pros and focus on the pros pros and then i think you will be fine yeah, that's true. Just wait until you get to the summer in the Nordics. Then there's light 24-7 and, you know, the sun doesn't go down at all. Yeah, this is what I heard. This is what I heard. I am looking forward. Yeah, you need to get, like, very thick curtains because you're not going to be able to sleep. <laughs> let's see, let's see. Yeah, we'll see. So what is La Liga? Kind of what is the mis mission? Why are you in the Nordics? What are you trying to accomplish in the Nordic region? 
So, of course, our long-term vision is to grow the fan base of La Liga, and that will mean that the audience is increasing, and, of, of course, the value of La Liga, the audiovisual rights value of La Liga, will as well increase. And this is in Spain, of course, for, this, for La Liga, the main core business, the TV rights. Uh, but that entails many other things. Of course, the broadcasters uh, in Finland, we have Seymour, uh, they have invested a lot of money, so we try to be with them as well for anything they might need from us uh, and to make their life easier and also to make them feel that we are here in the region because we really care about this market and we want to impact, we want to activate the market to do things with the fans. So uh, the idea is to grow and grow in football means to grow uh, TV rights wise, then media wise to increase as well the coverage of La Liga in the media in the Nordic countries. As well, we have now a department of uh, sports projects and we have training camps in Spain. So uh, any Finnish team could come to Spain uh, to do training camps in La Liga. Uh, we also can, uh, we are thinking of like as well exporting La Liga Academy. So bringing Spanish coaches uh, in any country as well to organize uh, a permanent La Liga Academy. So also to grow digitally the number of fans that we have in social media. So growth in a wider perspective and from different angles. Yeah, so yeah. That's the idea. Okay, that's cool. And I think it's cool that it's not just, you know, broadcasting or media, but you're also considering, you know, those academies and kind of the sports side of things, yeah, you know, yeah, bringing yeah, the coaches. Well, we always say well, one of the mission of La Liga is to improve football globally. And for that... Uh, through our knowledge and our know-how and incorporation with local partners, I think we are doing so. We have impacted more than 100,000 kids all over the world, more than 10,000 coaches. So we have a huge amount of projects that we the only aim to improve football globally. And um, we try to do it as much as we can. Yeah, that, that just sounds amazing. And I mean, so if I'm a fan of a La Liga team, say I'm a fan of Real Madrid. So mm -hmm. what is in it for me? What do I get because more because La Liga is present in the Nordics? So I get to watch it on TV, but what else? Do you have something like aimed directly at the fans? Yeah, of course. I mean, if you study sports business, then you know that Junk is your university where also you will have the chance to <laughs> to meet the La Liga professionals in the, La Liga, in the workshops that we organize together. Then in, in Helsinki, we also organized a triathlon uh, uh, ex-La Liga, which was a, a full day where football fans subscribed and they participated uh, in football matches, in football matches, in uh, FIFA tournaments, the video game. And the winners also got T-shirts and tickets to go to Spain. So we always find ways and we are also on the way to organize more ways to impact on the directly on the fans in Finland. And of course... There are different markets in the region, and uh, we we are not present the present there. I am based in Copenhagen, but as much as I can, I will try to find ways to impact in the Finnish market. Yeah, yeah, you should definitely come visit the school, you know, and just you know come to Yomp and give some lectures to people and talk about La Liga here in person whenever the COVID situation allows it. Yeah, hopefully. I yeah, think now I think, it's, getting, it's getting better as well in Finland. Yeah, it's getting better. I think it would be really cool for all the students to, you know, get someone in person to talk about all these things. 
Mm. Yeah. Because I remember I participated in the workshop last last year, but because it was remotely, you know, it's always remotely. It's always different than if you know yeah. you're in the same room with the people. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. I will go there soon. Yeah, yeah, you definitely should, but don't come during winter. There's yeah. if coming from Spain and Cairo, there's a lot of a lot of snow and ice, and it's very cold. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, even Copenhagen is a lot better <laughs> yeah but back to football so la liga because you know it's like i've said so many times but it's a spanish league so um how do you think that is it because all of those teams like the major the biggest teams like real madrid or barcelona and they're playing you know also in other international international leagues like the champions league and that's so visible and so many people are fans of that so do you think you're competing with like something like the champions league for you know media attention or media coverage or do you see it as kind of a separate thing and it's not directly competing with you i mean of course in a way we are competing but we are also allies you know uh, we believe as football uh, is part of and uh, sports and sports is part of the entertainment industry so in many things, uh, we are together with the, with the Champions League or with the Premier League, for instance, in terms of piracy. We even do statements together. We have even like uh, working uh, committees together because there are many problems in the football industry that should be tackled like the main players together. And then, of course, at the end, uh, we compete for the time of the people. And if people are watching... Premier League, they are not watching La Liga. And in this way is when we are competitors. But in many other ways, we are allies as well. For yeah. instance, with the, with the Super League matter, uh, we you know, we work together with the big European leagues to let the people know and to make people understand how uh, harmful this will be for the national leagues. Doesn't yeah. matter Spain, England, uh, uh, or Germany, or Finland, or any league in Europe. Yeah, that was a big, big thing, the Super League, when it broke all over media and all over internet that, you know, the big teams were considering doing this and starting their own league. That was, it caused such a craziness. Hmm. Exactly. So at the end, we are competitors, but we are allies in matters that are important for the football industry itself. So there is not black or white. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because things like, well, the Super League was such a good example of how, you know, it would have been bad for all of you, all the different leagues and everybody. So you kind of had to come together against it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I can see that, you know, especially with Premier League, because it's in a different country, but it's a similar type of league as La Liga, because it's a national league, then there would be, you know, competition for fans or for viewers. But I think a lot of the fans, I don't know if I'm wrong here, but they feel like they can be fans of a Spanish team and an English team because they're playing in separate leagues. But then when they play in the Champions League, then you have to choose one. Yeah, of course, of course. But I always say if you like football, uh, you people who like football, they might prefer English or Spanish or German, but they pay attention to the big leagues because uh, the quality is high. And then, I don't know, there is uh, El Clásico, there are 600 million people watching El Clásico every time it happens. Yeah. Um, so we have a really huge and important worldwide teams in Spain and 
everybody always pay attention to those uh, teams and matches. And of course, we're trying to grow and we want to grow the importance of uh, of the smaller teams in Spain. And uh, But we are aware that also Real Madrid and Barca are our uh, main assets, I would say. Yeah, yeah, because everybody, when you talk about Barcelona, the first thing everybody thinks about is football, you know. Mm. Exactly. And even I, I've never been, you know, a huge football fan or anything, but all of my friends in high school who played football, they were all Barca fans. So then I'm kind of a fan too, because I was always watching the games with them and everything. So if anybody was to ask me, I would say I'm a Barca fan. Yeah. So what's your favorite sport? Ice hockey or Pesapalo? Pesapalo is how you pronounce it, right? Yeah, yeah. I really don't know anything about, you know, the Finnish baseball. I've been to games, but I don't really understand it. So, okay. yeah. But um, I'd say basketball. Okay. Yeah, I'm a basketball person. I played that for like 15 years. So that's my sport. And you, what's your what's your team or in Finland or abroad? Do you have any team that you really like? Um, I don't really have a favorite team. I mostly follow NBA and then college basketball in the United States. But then it's like in Finland, I'm not a football fan. But then if the national team is playing football, then I'm watching the game 100%. <laughs> yeah. In Finland, it's different because like, We don't maybe have such favorite local teams or anything like that. But then when the national team is playing, it doesn't matter what sport, everybody's watching. Mm. And uh, so what would you like to do when you finish the, 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 your bachelor or your, your studies? Would you like to work in Finland for a sports entity or what's your aim? Um, I'm not entirely sure yet. I've been looking for jobs right now because I'm supposed to graduate really soon. So I've been looking at jobs and I really do want to work in sports, but then I also applied to do a master's degree next fall. So that might, you know, maybe just get a summer job right now and then do my master's degree, but I do want to work in sports and maybe not necessarily just in Finland. I'd love to do something internationally because I've, you know, studied international business too. So that would be a good mm -hmm. combo. I believe what I always say about the sports industry and for the people who want to work on it is that what is magical about this industry is that most of the people that are working here are passionate about what they do. And there is a difference because, I don't know, there are bigger industries such as, I don't know, banking, insurance, uh, but you see the people working in those sectors and I, I believe that like half of them might not be happy, but everyone you meet working in sports are extremely passionate about it and of course it has a con that is that you work sometimes even on the weekends because it's when the football or the sports happens in general so you have your normal working days as anybody else and then on the weekend you have to extra do extra work or to go to the match and sometimes not even for fun but for business but still with that everybody's passionate about it so it's really i wouldn't say even magical because Everybody is really eager to work and to do extra, to go for the extra mile because it's what they are passionate about. And this does not happen in any other industry that I that I know. Yeah, and I think it's true because people always talk about how it's special about the sport industry because the fans are so passionate, you know, and that's not the case in any other, you know, business industry. But I think it's true that also the employees, they're usually really passionate about what they're doing. And then 
for them, it doesn't matter that they have to do, you know, extra things on the weekends or something because they love sports and they love their job so much. Exactly. So I really encourage anybody that is listening to if they want to work on this, go for the extra mile. And also like connect, connecting with people is very important through LinkedIn. I always use LinkedIn uh, through events. So network is networking is a big part of this. And this is where opportunities sometimes arise. And it doesn't mean that you need to know somebody working in a club, but try to get connected and to get to know more and more people because this will eventually uh, bring you an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. You just need to network and, you know, leave a good impression on as many people as possible, no matter what they do right now, because in the future that could provide an opportunity for you. Yes, exactly. So my advice, if you allow me, is like uh, work hard, be passionate about it, and then connect with people and uh, eventually the opportunity will come up. Yeah, that's good advice. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Well, that was a whole lot of football and a whole lot of other great things. And what I always think it's so great to get kind of a glimpse inside of somebody's life and into somebody's work and what they do. And Juan is such a great guy and he had such great advice for, you know, for me, for other students who might be graduating, trying to figure out their career and what to do next. And... I have a good feeling about it that we're going to talk with him more soon. And, you know, we all know that football, all sports, they create such big emotions in people, in the players, in the coaches, in the people who work within the organizations, in the fans especially. And that's what's great about the business side of sports as well because there's passionate people working in the industry. And that's why I love studying it and I love talking to people who work in the industry And that's part of the reason why I'm so excited for my future, whatever it holds. So, you know, if you ever thought about maybe getting into sport business, maybe studying it, maybe ch changing career paths, like Juan, he never really figured he was going to end up working for La Liga. He studied law initially and became a lawyer. But now he's working for La Liga, moved to you know, the opposite side of Europe from where he's from, and he's loving it. So I think if you ever feel like it, you feel like you're passionate about something, you want to do it, take a chance, invest in yourself and take a chance and try, try reaching for those dreams and try doing it. This is starting to sound very inspirational. So maybe we're going to just, you know, stop right here because I think the talk with Juan, it speaks for itself. He's such a cool person. And he had such great things to share with us today. And, you know, you're listening. You clearly like the podcast. I know you like it. So what I'm going to need you to do, too, is go follow us on social media. You know, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever's your social media of choice. You just search Sport Business by Yonk, and you're going to find us and all the great content that's being put out there. And, you know, you'll get cool updates on what we're doing, what possibilities we might be offering that might just be for you. So to all my fellow students, wherever you might be in your studies, keep going. And especially those who are in the same situation as me where graduation is coming up. You got this. You don't have a long way to go anymore. Just keep pushing and you're almost at the finish line. And to everyone working in the sport industry or thinking about going into the sport industry, y'all are doing amazing work.
that y'all are doing just such amazing work in my opinion. Just keep at it. And until next time.